Well, that's all right, mama. That's all right for you. That's all right, mama. Just any podcast will do, but that's all right. No, any podcast will not do. Sorry. Nice try. Uh, this is the Harlan Highway and nothing else but. Um, so there you go. Welcome, everybody. I'm Harlan Williams. Uh, good to have you aboard the highway rolling down at uh, breakneck speed. Um, lots to cover today. Um, we're going to be talking about uh, computer love. How much are you uh, in love with your computer and electronic devices? Mm-hmm. I think it's starting to get weird out there. We're going to be talking about sneezes, something you don't usually talk about. Interesting uh, scientific information about sneezing. Uh, we're going to the celebrity racetrack today. Uh, lots of uh, great celebrities running down the track. Um, I'm going to tell you about a really funny uh, British magazine. I'm going to be reading some excerpts from a uh, British magazine that uh, I think you'll get a kick out of. And lastly, we're going to be getting into freedom and America and revolutions and all that stuff that got whipped up in the Middle East starting in Egypt. It's going to get crazy, but it always does here on the Harlan Highway! just made a wrong turn onto the Harland Highway. <laughs> Man, keep it going. Love the show. You're hilarious. My blanket, my blue blanket, give me my blue blanket. Fasten your seatbelt. You're riding down the Harland Highway. It's the Harland Highway. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. I'm Charles Parsley, and welcome to another fabulous afternoon of celebrity racing here at the Holland Highway Celebrity Racetrack. Today we have director, actor Clint Eastwood in Gate 1. We have Janine Garofalo, comedian, activist in Gate 3. We have Mo from the Three Stooges, and also... Sean John Puffy P. Diddy in gate five. They're getting ready. They get and there they go. There they go. The gates are open. The gates are up. They're running down the track. They are charging down the track. Puffy P. Diddy out in the lead. Puffy P. Diddy tearing up the track as he goes down. And here comes Janine Garofalo. Janine Garofalo stopping, slowing down. She pulls out a book. She pulls out a book called Activism for Dummies. She pulls out a book and it seems like she's having trouble understanding topics and really knowing what she's saying. Clint Eastwood has pulled out a camera. He's shooting a film. Clint Eastwood is shooting another film as he flies down the track. He's filming Janine Garofalo looking confused as she reads Activism for Dummies. And here comes Mo. Mo from the Three Stooges running around in circles, but he's got his bearings. He's coming past Janine Garofalo. He slaps her in the face, Coco bombs her, and slides a saw across the top of her head. P. Diddy is slowing down now. P. Diddy stops in front of the audience. It looks like he's posing. He's trying on different sets of sunglasses. He's got a pair of white pants on. He's got a white shirt. He's turning around. He's modeling. No one really knows what this man really does. He's just standing there and posing. And here comes Clint Eastwood. He's set up a dolly track. He's sliding down the track. 
on his dolly camera. He's rolling down the track. Janine Garofalo looking confused and befuddled. She's starting to yell topics at the crowd. She's starting to yell political topics and activist activity. She doesn't know what she's talking about. The crowd is booing her. They're booing her. Boo from the Three Stooges is kicking her in the buttocks. He's kicking her and slapping her about the face. Oh, he's just put two fingers up Janine Garofalo's nose and pulled her by the hair into the railing. Oh, Janine Garofalo is down and P. Diddy is just lost in some kind of modeling trance as he twirls around in his white clothes. It looks like Clint Eastwood and Mo running down the track. It looks like here comes Mo. He's running, he's skipping, and it looks like Clint Eastwood slides across the finish line on his dolly track. And Janine Garofalo befuddled and laying in the mud and P. Diddy actually standing on her back so he doesn't get his white wardrobe dirty in the mud. I'm Charles Parsley. Thank you for joining us at the Holland Highway Celebrity Races. Um, first of all, uh, love your podcast. Uh, this is Anthony Ferraro in Auburn, California. I've actually been recommending it to a lot of my friends. Uh, first question you had on the podcast I listened to recently was regarding Valentine's Day. Um, well, there's always the uh, traditional, um, the flowers and candies or whatnot. Um, I personally, uh, when I was younger, liked to take my uh, uh, better half to a movie or something, you know, nice and quiet, away from the kids, to them. Um, secondly, regarding the rainbow thing, I had a lot of friends when I was uh, in, in my younger 20s. I'm straight myself, but at least from what I understand, it's kind of like a unity thing, you know, all the colors, um, if that makes any sense. Um, but that's my two cents on that, and I'll probably be leaving a message later on, so... Always look on the bright side of life. Always look on the light side of life. Yeah, I love me some British humor. Uh, I don't know about you folks, but uh, I've always had a soft spot for the old British humor, and uh, I want to expose you to a very funny British magazine. It's like a comic book. It's called Viz, V-I-Z, Viz Magazine. Um, I'm not sure if you can get it online. I don't know if there's like a viz.com or anything like that. There probably is. Um, there seems to be a .com for everything, but I actually uh, pick up this magazine at magazine stores that sell it. Oh, here it is, www.viz.co.uk. Okay, that's a little complicated. But anyways, this this magazine has been making me laugh for years, and it's uh, British humor, and it's full of silly cartoons and silly letters, and there's this one character... Uh, in the uh, comic book named Roger Nelly, the man on the telly. And he's like a uh, typical British uh, news guy, like our Brian Williams or Tom Brokaw or, uh, you know, Katie Couric. 
And obviously he's a uh, cartoon character, and he has this one section in Viz that they do from time to time, and I want to share it with you because it's so absurd. Uh, It's called Roger Nelly's Profanisarius, okay? It's kind of like uh, Thesarius, uh, but it's his profanities. And what he does is he comes up with words, new words that describe certain things. Now, some of these get pretty graphic and pretty blue, so you might want to cover the kids' ears. I'm just reading from Viz Magazine. Uh, let's give you an example. Here's here's the first one. Uh, it's called a bot caps. Bot caps. And here's the explanation. Plugs of shit roll worn in the anus to prevent skids on a hot day. <laughs> I don't even understand it. But just in case you missed it, bot caps. Plugs of shit roll worn in the anus to prevent skids on hot days. Does anyone understand it? I don't know. Um, here's another one. Bum beaver. Bum beaver, an arse where the crest has grown out of control. So arse means ass, and I'm guessing crest means crack. And I guess the hair is growing out of control. Uh, here's another one from uh, Roger Nelly's Profanisarius. Change rain. Okay, sounds innocent enough. Change rain, a shower of coins which falls from the trouser pockets when a gentleman is attempting to undress quietly and not wake his slumbering wife. All right, that one's a little more civil. Here's one, calving. Calving. Having a difficult delivery on the toilet, attempting to pass an exceptionally troublesome shit where in extreme cases it may be necessary to tie a rope around it and get someone to pull it out. <laughs> oh, God. Calving, or calfing, I guess, is how you'd say it. <laughs> oh, let's do a couple more and then get the hell out of here. This is uh, getting nasty. Here's one. Fish mittens bark. An audible release of clam gas. A queef. A fanny fart. That's fish mittens bark. Here's one, a flat Stanley. A sexual encounter with a very large lady. Okay. Let's do one more. Here we go. One last one, and then we'll bail out of here. Gorilla's breakfast. A shit that smells good enough to turn around and eat again right out of the pan as gorillas do in the wild on winter mornings. What? (laughs) A gorilla's breakfast. You want to hear it again? A shit that smells good enough to turn around and eat again right out of the pan, as gorillas do in the wild on winter mornings. Good Lord. Unbelievable. Um, Well, I guess if you want to look up some of your own... uh, Roger Nelly uh, Profanosaurus things. I did find a website here as I was flipping through. It's Profanosaurus at viz.co.uk. So check it out. Maybe I'll read some more of these later in the week. They are pretty crude, but at the same time, they're so silly that uh, 
they make me laugh. I, I got to do one more. Here's one. Toilet duck. An untimely and probably unwanted erection which manifests while one is sitting on the toilet. Named after a well-known brand of toilet cleaner which boasts of reaching under the rim. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, we have got to do some more of these. So we'll get into some of those uh, as we keep going along. Um, so there you go. Let's seal it up, and I hope you enjoyed some of that nutty British humor. If life seems jolly rotten, there's something you've forgotten, and that's to laugh and smile and dance and sing. When you're feeling in the dumps, don't be silly chumps. Just purse your lips and whistle, that's the thing. And always look on the bright side of life. Come on, Always look on the right side of life. And I read something recently that said a lot of people are spending more time with their computers than with their lovers. Is that a little scary? I mean, isn't that the equivalent of maybe starting to go out with a robot? I mean, we don't spend more time with any other household appliance, you know. I don't sit around with my toaster and tell stories. You know what I mean? I don't take the microwave out on the front yard and play Frisbee. I mean, what are people doing with their computers? Maybe that's what those Starbucks computer people are. You know, you know, you always see people at Starbucks sitting there with their computers. I always thought they were writing. Turns out they're on a date, man. I like to listen in on that. How's your, how's your chai latte? My chai latte is decent. How is your frappuccino? Oh, it's excellent. Write me a letter, will you? I shall do that right away. I don't know, man. That's kind of creepy. How could you spend more time with a computer than a nice, warm, lovable human body, man? Baby, will you come into the bedroom and make love to me right now? Oh, I'd like to, but, um, you know, I've got to uh, touch the keypad on my Apple. I'm sorry, baby. Look, we can maybe make love tomorrow when I'm going to let my computer sleep for a little while. Is that cool? Yeah. I've got to do some Microsoft officing right now, if you know what I mean. Hello. Ooh, creepy. Wait a minute. Oh my god, I just realized I'm doing this show into a computer right now. My voice is going through a computer and, and bouncing back to you people. Oh my god! I'm on a date! Oh my god, I love you, computer! Oh my god, you people are listening in on our private moment. How dare you! Click. Okay, they're gone. It's just me and you, Apple. So, you want to uh, do a little massage? Huh? What? We're still on? Oh, my God. I got to go. Harlan Williams here on the naughty Harlan Highway. It's true, right? Come on. You know I'm right. And now with the iPad, it's even crazier. And now with our phones being able to do so much, it is just... I have a sneaky feeling people are enjoying spending more time with their toys, their iPads and their computers than they are with humans. 
It is weird when you walk the street now. Just next time you go out, here's an experiment. Next time you're in a mall or anywhere where there's a public gathering, if you're in the subway, if you're uh, walking past a uh, an outdoor cafe, um, if you're looking at people sitting on a bench waiting for a bus, just take a look and count at how many people are sitting and looking down into their phone or touching their phone or on their phone or playing a game. It's pretty freaky, man. It, it is. It's just it's getting a little creepy where we're at the kind of the early stages of the cell phone iPad revolution And they're developing more and more things on these phones to distract us, to uh, commandeer our time, to uh, make us spend time on our phones, on our iPads. And, uh, you know, I used to I used to think, oh, uh, you know, Sony Walkmans and uh, iPods and stuff where, where, you know, people were tuning out society. And in a way they were, but when you think of it, all they did was really listen to music. So what they were doing was kind of, you know, silencing society. They didn't want to hear anything. They just wanted to hear their music. But now it's beyond that with the phones and the iPads. It's a whole new level of socializing and interacting. It's like everyone wants to communicate vis-a-vis their, uh, their toy but they don't want to communicate with anyone in the real world. It's like someone could sit down on a park bench and say, hey, how are you doing today? And you could just be like, uh, excuse me, man. Can't you see I'm busy uh, talking to my phone? Oh, sorry. Don't apologize to me. Apologize to my phone. You hurt its feelings. Um, I think I'll just walk. Yeah, you better. You better. I don't know. It's getting it's getting crazier and crazier, and uh, I, I worry that people are getting more and more detached. Here's a question. How many of you, before you go to bed at night, you used to maybe read a book for 20 minutes, but now you lay in bed, you prop up the pillows, you turn on the little nightlight, and you play a game on your phone? Guilty! I do it. I play Scrabble like... It's kind of like my go-to fall asleep thing. I used to read a book. You know, you you get through like eight or nine pages, your eyes get real heavy, you fall asleep, right? Now it's like I play solitaire, I play Scrabble, I'm doing stuff on my phone. It's creepy. It's creepy, man. And on that note, hey, if you have any thoughts about it, call me, 888-500-2090. Would love to get your phone feedback on the phone, so pick up your phone and, um, I hate to say it, phone. Uh, uh, oh, hang, hang on a sec. Hang on. Before your phone. Uh, uh, uh. Achoo! Oh. Hello. That was like 200 miles an hour right there. Yeah, did you know that, that the human sneeze? They, they, some idiot decided to measure the force of a human sneeze. I got nothing to do today, man. You got any uh, measuring instruments? Yeah, why? I want to measure the force of a human sneeze. Oh, yeah, at a witch hand. Hello! But isn't that weird that us humans can actually physically do something at 200 miles an hour? 
Wow, that's that speed, man. Too, I'm 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 sneezing as fast as a small plane. Uh, hey, baby, I can sneeze faster than a Lamborghini. Hello, your place or mine? Ha choo! I've got allergies, and I'm ready to put on a show. Ha choo! I don't know, man. That's wild. Two hundred miles an hour. Next time you see a fly in your house, instead of swatting it. Get down right in front of it like you're trying to say hello. Hi, little fly. Hey, little fly. And then, achoo! And you just Hurricane Katrina that little weasel. Splatter him into a wall 200 miles an hour. Mucus and scum and spray. Oh, yeah. Hurricane Raid. Oh, I should be a superhero. Stop in the name of the law. Thank you. All right, I'm going to go get some Dristan nasal mist. Here on the Harland Highway. And speaking of moving at the speed of light, man, here's what's cool. Uh, You know, I'm going to touch on the whole uh, situation in the Middle East. You know, with the uh, the uh, you know the overthrow of the Egyptian government, and now people are uh, you know kind of protesting and marching in the streets of a lot of the neighboring countries, and you know the smell of freedom is in the air, and uh, you know it, it's just an interesting uh, time in history. It's great to see the upheaval and the chaos, and uh, you know, if there's one thing I've always felt in life is that you can never, never keep the uh, the human spirit down. You know, you hear these horror stories about, uh, you know, POWs in World War II and in the Korean War and Vietnam and, you know, human beings that are just uh, kept prisoner in the most uh, adverse uh, situations, uh, torture and malnutrition and slavery and and yet you know it, it's almost impossible sometimes to break the will of a human and um that's always been my belief you know I'm not a political scientist or anything like that but I've always believed my whole life that you know any type of uh communist government or dictator uh government it, it's just you it can only last so long because the human spirit just craves that freedom. The, hum- the human spirit needs to soar. It, it, we've been given so much creativity and intelligence and ingenuity that it's like it's like trying to keep uh, you know it's like trying to keep a monkey in a box, and it smells bananas and it's getting out of that box, man. You know. Um, yeah, clearly I'm not a political science. Uh, today, students, we will uh, study the monkey in the box theory. Thank you. Where's everybody going? Hello. Um, but anyways, it's great to see, and I, you know, it, it's going to be an interesting time to see how deep it spreads, how far the uh, the uh, flames get fanned. Uh, how each country's reacting, you know, some some countries just kind of rolled over like Egypt and gave in, and other countries are probably going to kill and slaughter their own citizens. They've already started it. But uh, you know what? I, I, I figure if enough people show up in the streets every day, 
how long can you keep killing your own people till it's just redundant? You know, how long till it's just like, you know, the, the throngs of humans just storm the palace and storm the military and you can't fight it after a while. You know, so it's going to be interesting to see. But what what I'm kind of doing in a roundabout way is I want to talk about how quickly the tide can turn. Okay, how how one week there could be uh, peace in Egypt and uh, the same old, same old that's been going on for 30 years. And overnight, you know, in the span of 10 days, everything changes. The uh, the uh, decades of government rule are gone Freedom's in the air. The citizens demand their freedom. And I, I find it fascinating to see that, that you know, the will of the people can initiate change and, and quickly. And so here comes the big shocker. I wonder if that's something that will happen here in the United States. Interesting, right? Because we, you know, we all love our cheesecake factories and our Applebee's and the multiplex and the go-kart track and the mall and the car dealership. And, you know, we all do our little ritualistic things that kind of make life easy and we coast along. But any night you turn on the TV, you hear about another senator screwing a 12-year-old prostitute and you hear... You know, Charlie Rangel, the, the guy overseeing the ethics committee, is is getting uh, nailed for embezzling money and income tax evasion. Like, what the hell? E- even our own president, you know, the whole Monica Lewinsky thing and Richard Nixon and, you know, just the levels and the depth of, of the corruptness and the money and the deception and, and the... Uh, I don't know, just the whole disappointment of of how government uh, kind of behaves. And on our behalf, you know, we kind of vote for these schmucks because what else do we have? But when you pile all the incidents up, all the government incident and all the uh, all this stuff that we don't like, that the government does, don't you people somewhere in the back of your mind, doesn't it creep in where you just go, hmm, I really can't stand all the BS that goes on day to day up there. They waste our time. They waste our money. What if we here in America just rolled into the streets? Me and my neighbor and my friends and my high school buddy and, you know, started as 30, then it was 80, then it was 400, then it was like 10,000, then it was a million. It's funny to think that what happened in Egypt could happen here. It's not unthinkable. It's kind of scary, actually, to open that can of worms. But, you know, aren't there days when you just get so disappointed in the same old, same old that you just would do anything to see it change, just to go in with a giant fire hose and blast the halls of Washington, D.C. and the White House and the Capitol building and just clean it the hell out, get rid of all the old politicians, all the stigmas, all the customs, all the habits, all the uh, paybacks, all the kickbacks, all the B.S., What would that be like if the people just pulled in Egypt 
on Washington, D.C. and demanded, demanded all the old crows that are sitting up there buzz off. All the guys that have been up there for 40, 50 years just doing the same old thing. Yeah, look at me. Now I'm a big radical. Ooh, Williams the radical, a revolutionist. You know, it's it's but you know what? That's how this stuff happens. I'm not trying to start a revolution, but I will say that I'm I do get discontent with with what I see. The old status quo. And you you think to yourself, how many more decades will it just keep going around and around and around in a circle? with the corruptness and the the BS. And you know what? The truth is, one day the citizens will pour into the streets. I don't know if it'll be tomorrow or it'll be in 50 years, but this is America, man. I mean, look at the Tea Party thing. I don't know if you like it or don't like it, but that was kind of an uprising. That was kind of the people going, hey, enough of the traditional BS. Now, as far as a revolution, the Tea Party to me is like revolution, ultra, 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 ultra light. You know, if it was like a soft drink, it would be almost like Pepsi Zero or Coke Zero. It's got a little bit of a bite, but at the same time, it's still got the same kind of faces and big wigs. And and even though people are all fired up and waving their flags, you can tell that they're really not willing to quite go so crazy that they're going to give up the Cheesecake Factory and the movieplex for the weekend, right? But it'll be interesting to see if one day during our lifetime when the people just say, screw all of that, screw the system, screw the way we live, it's great, but we can do better. We can do better. We demand more from the people we vote in. We want some scruples. We want some morals. We want someone to stand by their word. We don't want any backroom deals compromising uh, their integrity. Be interesting to see, man. It can happen just like that. That's what's so fascinating about it. And one day it will. And I'm not saying that in a bad way. I mean, it it could happen, hopefully, in a good way, a peaceful way, and in a way in which, uh, you know, the United States of America is bettered. It betters itself. Um, But listen to me ranting and raving. Suddenly I'm like Rush Limbaugh or, uh, you know, uh, I don't know who... uh, Glenn Beck all of a sudden. I don't know. I'm just sharing my opinion. Uh, I think it's it's uh, funny how the world is always shifting. And uh, it'll be interesting to see which way we shift when the tides start to move us. Um, and on that provocative um, sentiment, that provocative uh, kind of uh, insight... I'll leave it uh, in your court. If you want to share any thoughts, 888-500-2090 is the number. Uh, you can reach me at Harlan Williams at uh, harlanwilliams.com. And um, don't you dare forget to uh, check out um, harlanwilliams.com. Check out our store. Um, and don't forget to write to saveashark at gmail.com to help us stop 
the uh, finning industry and the uh, selling of shark fin soup. Um, and uh, that's it, man. We've had a hell of a day. Um, despite that kind of heavy-handed uh, ending there, always look on the bright side of life. And until next time, chicken chow main, baby. Life's a piece of shit when you look at it. Life's a laugh and death's a joke, it's true. You'll see it's all a show. Keep on laughing as you go. Just remember that the last laugh is on you. And always look on the bright side.